open tunings. Mm-hmm. Um, it's either people who like are so good at guitar that they've gotten bored with just standard tuning, sure. or, or they don't know who... how to be good at guitar, so yeah, they've they just, just figured out a way to, to hit play. all the notes. Like it's easy if the majority of your strings are one note. You know, where it's like you can hold them all down and then just slide up and down and you hit a bunch of different notes and you can just change constantly. But like yeah, it's Yeah, just, you can uh, even just start playing random frets and it's like, oh that sound that sounds kinda neat. There's some dissonance wow, there. That, that sounds really twinkly. Oh my god. Yeah, it's and like it's, wow. It's like, yeah, because there's no like uh there there's less resistance on the strings and not many people record albums in this tuning so so it sounds uh sure twinkly yeah exactly it would have been that was a good era i i tried like writing like two or three songs in those tunings and the problem was is that i would write them and then i'd like be like oh this is so cool dude i love this and i was be, like, just I have to tune that way at a show and then it's just not worth it anymore because yeah just, i was like, just too so lazy confusing. to fucking go back and forth on on my guitar tuning even at home like I didn't want to. I was also worried about breaking strings, and I'm and I'm cheap. So if I break strings, I don't want to pay five dollars to replace it. You got to buy a whole pack if you break one string. Yeah, exactly. And I was always really picky on what strings I wanted to use. Yeah. And I just never. Yeah, Would you I buy just, like was... kinds that they didn't sell at at most stores? No, they were just like the slightly upgraded cost. Really. There were some Ernie Ball. It was like an Ernie Ball kind, and I forget what it was, but I just was really particular about that because that was my guitar teacher. He told me to buy those, so I would just only play Ernie Ball whatever kind of strings, and it was just like I had to have those or the whatever. Super Slinkies. I don't remember if they were Super Slinkies. I think they were, they were Ernie Balls, but they were specifically for acoustic guitars, so I don't know what they were exactly. Yeah, the Ernie Ball did have acoustic strings, and... But did they did they always have them, or did they only have them for a limited time? I don't know. I don't know if they even make them anymore. But I know that they there was a kind that I bought that I really liked. Yeah, I, I remember like, getting Ernie Ball on. acoustics one time, and I was like, oh, these feel really good. And like the, I feel like when I tried to find them again, I just couldn't do it. And for like no, years. Oh yeah, here they are. No, 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 they're the Earthwoods, the Ernie Ball Earthwoods. Ernie Ball Earthwood. Earthwood yeah, sounds yeah, they like got a mediums. They got medium lights. Uh, Earthwood sounds like a place where you can buy healing crystals. <laughs> yeah, it probably is. Hi, uh, welcome to Earthwood. I'm I'm Sage. I'm Sage. Yeah, they've got a bunch. I'm of, Sage. Bunch of acoustic ones. The Earthwoods. Uh, then they've got the aluminum bronze, which I think I bought those at some point too. Alum- and then they have bronze. the Everlast. Are they aluminum they and bronze? bronze? Uh, that's mixed together. That's apparently, that's what Do they it is. melt the two metals together and then twist them. You can do that. What's up with guitar strings? It's like one, like there, there's the kind that that don't have a winding on them, right? Right. The lighter, the the higher strings don't have winding. Yeah. And then the, who the fuck figured that out? So these strings are aluminum bronze acoustic strings. Are made with the Ernie Ball Miraging steel hex cores and aluminum bronze wrap wire, which provide more pronounced lows coupled with crisp, brilliant highs. Um, and you can get in crisp, brilliant heights. Love that. And they're they're medium light. Love and that I never audio liked language. light strings. I always liked heavier strings. You're like a, you're like a true jazz performer. Yeah, I just that's what all the that's what all the old jazz guys swear by. They're like, oh no, you got to get the heavy gauges, so you really you get that get sweet tone. Yeah, you gotta you gotta destroy your the joints and nerves and your fingers. 
so that you can't play when you're when you're this age and you just are in constant pain doing the thing you love. I'm just hurting all the time. Uh, oh fuck! I don't even know how that song goes. I hurt myself when's today. Last, when's the last time you played guitar? Um, probably like a month ago. Yeah, yeah, same. I don't really do it that much anymore. Me either. It's it's a nice way to relax. <laughs> It's like I gotta if work. I, I don't know. Yeah, uh, like it's just, yeah, it's just so noisy. And if it doesn't, if you're not in the mood, it all sounds bad. And like it's just it's right. Fun. You gotta practice, and like it, it'll take me probably like a month of practicing to get back to a place where it's like, oh wow, I feel like good at this again, and like everything sounds good. Um, well, that's the difference between you and me is that I never felt good at it. I just did it. Really. Because I, ne I never, ever once felt good at playing guitar. Wow. I still don't feel like I'm good at playing guitar. And you still wrote, like, a thousand times more songs than I ever did. Well, yeah, but that's the thing. is it, there's, You get... There is... there. I think it's just two paths you can follow when it comes to playing guitar. Is yeah. that you can either... You can get really good proficiently. And I know a bunch of really proficiently excellent guitar players. Mm -hmm. Like, so many. Uh just a lot of them and they're all great but i know an equal amount of guitar players who are not that good at guitar yeah but have written a lot of songs written a lot of music now there's a certain level of proficiency i feel like you need but the problem the thing that i always found was the less i knew the better i could do so it's like the more i knew about stuff the more i would like kind of get like tied into things but then mm -hmm. if i just kind of forgot everything and just kind of went with what my ear sounded like yeah. what sounded nice to my ear i was able to do okay yeah i, I just feel like wild. people get stuck I... in technical loopholes like they get stuck in the in the funness of being like technically good at it and being like i can make i can shred so hard, i can solo and it's yeah. like well, what is what does that fucking matter i feel like i always got cool. i feel like i always got stuck in the cycle of like oh man i i'm not like I'm pretty good at guitar and like I'm pretty good at singing but like I need to be better if I'm going to like if I'm going to record stuff or like actually write songs like I need to practice more and like get better at it and get better at it and it's like I never reach that point where I'm like oh I feel like I'm good enough and then and then eventually just got to a point where it's like well fuck I'm just going to write songs I don't give a shit and uh, yeah, exactly. and then I wrote like 3 or 4 <laughs> and then I started like you know depression or whatever set back in and i'm like oh, i suck i'm not i, I don't want to do this but it's also like i was trying to do too many things at the same time like trying to be a comedian trying to be a musician trying to be an actor um, yeah it's best to pick like two things or like one thing you know? yeah and <clears throat> like like it, it's you you can do all those things and you can even integrate them uh, at a little bit um but it's like it, it's it's good to focus too yeah, I think like um, I just don't know. I, I, I'm not sure how I feel about dabbling at this point because like, I think dabbling often gets associated with like um, what would the word be? Like people that are just kind of like um, like dabbling is the same thing to me as like not is like doing covers. You know, or it's like, um, yeah. oh, it's a guy. I, I, I really nailed the, um, the cover of Dust in the Wind the other day. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, I can do Dust in the Wind and I can do, uh, you know, like, um, uh, I can play Come Together with my, with my group of buddies. 
um that's great but like yeah i mean like it, that's dabbling to me it's like yeah if you're gonna fucking do something just do it a lot and do not talk to me otherwise unless you are doing it a lot yeah but if you're a confident dabbler you can like <laughs> That's fake until you make it, you know? Like you were saying that no. there, there's a lot of people... Well, yeah, it's like those songwriters who like aren't that good at guitar, but they but they enjoy writing songs, and so they just do it. And uh, But yeah, I mean, I guess that that's the thing. Is that but you, they have a level of intensity for songwriting. Maybe sure, like you... Guitar playing. And then, like and then guitar playing becomes almost like a, like a means to an end, that it's like, oh, I'm going to learn like enough guitar where I can write the songs that I want to write, and then like yeah, the mean, rest will come. It's it's like John Lennon wasn't very good at guitar. I mean, you know, he just wasn't. Or like, anything. He, he, like, No, he, he wasn't really that good at anything. But, I mean, he could write songs, right? Mm -hmm. and, I mean, he wrote some good songs. Um, you know, and I can think of a few people who've, like, really bridged that gap. Like, I feel like um, Sun Kill Moon uh, was really bridged the gap of, like, an yeah. extremely proficient guitar player, but someone who also, like, intensely wrote music. Mm. Um, all of his music um, now is really bad, and it's just... Um, awful a lot of Along guys from the 70s awful, were actually like really good like pretty good guitar players like in their own right like paul simon is actually like a pretty good guitar player um oh yeah paul simon can rip i mean and uh who, who like jeff um, Tweedy's pretty good too i didn't Not I, from the 70s. never listened to a lot of jeff Tweedy. um uh, that guy uh don mclean he only had like those two songs but he was like uh he was good at what he did like he he didn't have like the most uh what do you say like uh like his voice wasn't super out there or like super bombastic or or like crazy or whatever but it got the job done and his uh his picking style was uh very clean and uh John Denver was also very good at uh finger picking guitar yeah no um who else? I mean, um, I feel like I feel like most of the guy. Yeah, I feel like there was just a different era, you know, where it's like I don't know. There was an era in the '90s where like you were really good at guitar and also really good at songwriting. Where like um, like Elliot Smith was like really good at playing guitar, you really? know, but he was also like, yeah, yeah, I would say he's really good at playing guitar. I mean, all the songs that I listen to have always like like displayed a, a level of technical um like proficiency that was really high class but like Kurt i've heard Cobain it self-titled and i thought it was kind of like simplistic not uh, not in a bad way just like i didn't know i didn't know he was good i thought he was but maybe i'm wrong i honestly couldn't tell you what's good and bad i mean i can tell you what's really good but i can't tell you what's middling like i can be like oh yeah it's cool he played guitar it's, it's great he played it's just whatever guitar. sounds good i guess but if what you think sounds good, um, if I think it sounds bad and you think it sounds good, then it's actually just bad. Dude, Alex G can play guitar. Alex G is really good at guitar. Huh. I would say. I mean, when I've he I, always, I saw Alex G. He, like, self-produces, right? Yeah, he does. Yeah. I always liked just the way he built, built songs. And, uh, yeah, the guitar was nice, but, like, the way he would stack the tracks and, like, the synth and drums and whatnot he just built songs super weird like his songs yeah. are very very strange it's a vibe like, very original man. and his website's weird I'm trying to see if he's coming to reno he was supposed to come to reno during like before okay. covid and then he just never came and it's really sad because oh, fuck 
It's like one of my favorite live shows. It's just, it's so much fun. It's so much fun to see Alex G. What's he got? Lights? What's he got? Beach balls bouncing around? <laughs> no. Have you ever been to a show with beach balls? Um, no. I've been to very few um, shows. When I went to see Brand New, they had beach balls, and it was really annoying. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Did Jesse try to fuck you? Uh, no, he wasn't. Jesse Lacey tried to take you backstage? No, Were you underage? Jesse Lacey didn't try to take me backstage. Were you so. underage when you saw him? Yes, I was 17. Oh, man, you were right for the... <laughs> I was right for the pick. Unfortunately, I don't think he would have been into me. Um, it's sad. Cause you yeah, I saw Bowie. Jesse Lacey in Atlanta, or brand new in Atlanta. But, oh, okay. That was a very unremarkable live show. 2017. Uh, really? It wasn't like a it wasn't like a bang banger rock show. I mean, it was cool because it was like, oh my god, it's brand new. Yeah, it's brand and they new. They never tore, and like it was like it was like back when they weren't touring at all, so it was like really cool and stuff. Mm, but it yeah. Was, ultimately, it was just like, yeah, I mean, these songs are good, but can you guys write anything else? Like, is this the only <laughs> you guys can do? Can you just do whiny songs? Is that the only kind of song that can What happen? would have been their uh, most recent record at the time? Would it been, would it have been Daisy? Uh, yeah. Because there was a long period of time between Daisy and science fiction, I feel. Yeah, no, let's see. I think it was... Uh, it's like a seven-year gap, right? More like, uh, I don't know, it was a long-as-fuck gap. Hold yeah. on, let me look. Um, yeah, Daisy came out in 2009, and then the science, science fiction, fiction came out in 2017. 2017, yeah. So that was, yeah, that's remember, solid, almost, it's like eight years. I remember listening to that, like, on my way to the train, and I was like, oh, this, this sounds like the devil and God, um, just kind of slightly different, like, different enough where it felt fresh, I guess, but it wasn't, it didn't feel like a huge, like, step forward from from their previous work um yeah yeah and then boring. of course like later that year the we got the news um yeah jesse lacy really fell down a wormhole I, I i was brand new like been accepted back into the fold since he like did he said he was gonna go to rehab or whatever i remember seeing the, i don't know if this is any indication i remember seeing like shortly after that i saw a girl um I was at a college for a work thing, and there was a college girl wearing a Deja Entendu uh, t-shirt, and I was like, ooh, bold choice. <laughs> I had a I had a Daisy t-shirt. That was cool. Oh, wow. I would have yeah. had, like, like, a Devil and God t-shirt, because that album art is uh, pretty iconic. Scary Halloween, man. I had, Halloween, devil, man. I had both. I had a Devil girl. and God t-shirt, too. God, I, sound, I just covers. hate how old and washed out I have become. This is awful. Why? Because of your taste in music, or no? I just haven't done anything interesting enough to like talk about besides what I used to do like six years ago. You can talk about plumbing. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. I got it. No, I've been thinking. I've been talking about this to Megan today, but I've been like. Like, I just really hate everything. Like, I've really just found, like, that I'm in yeah. a place of, like, nihilism, and I don't know how to, like, back out of it. And it's, like, really affecting, like, my life and, like, how I interact with the world and, like, my relationships and, like, how I, how I interface with other people and myself. And, like, it's not healthy, 
but I'm You don't think so? Sure you don't think like, it's healthy? No, I and maybe it's just because I don't have interests anymore. Like I've just kind of like taken all of my interests and like well, Yeah, you don't get interests when you're older, you get work. No, but you're supposed to have both. I mean I know people who have both. I don't know. We might we might be going down the class rabbit hole here. No, I mean I know people who are I know people who work and are also in bands. I mean, let me say that. Yeah. So I know people who work full time well, in you're the also same kinda, kind of work that I do. You're kind of isolated out there, huh? Like, do yeah. You, I mean, but you that's never stopped me from making music. I mean, it's never stopped me from like cutting yeah. records. You know what I mean? You cutting records? Cut, yeah. Slapping like, some uh, wax. Put, putting the old mean? needle down, like yeah, or pressing, pressing them, pressing vinyls. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. Like Jack White out in Nashville. Wow. Um, Jack White in Nashville. Have you have you thought about picking up the old guitar again? I need to. I just yeah. don't I don't know exactly how because I also have this weird thing where I can only like I seem to only be able to write music if I'm completely alone and like people have left the house and that's kind of right. like rude to do when you have another person that lives in the house where you're like, Hey, I need you to go. <laughs> For like a day but yeah you would never force someone to leave so that I you would. can so you can write your forced eviction for <laughs> temporary eviction Evi evict your wife until yeah, <laughs> until you've written a record and my partner here i think just bonnie Vare, hey, uh... i think bonnie Ver did that he uh he evicted um everyone in his apartment so that he could he could write that album which album uh for emma forever ago ah classic yeah. classic album there he evicted everyone because he was like, you I need to be alone like, with my thoughts. And then he, and then he Oliver wrote. was like, yo, I'm going to sing real soft and high. And then I'm going to get so much money and become best friends with Kanye West. Like that's pretty much what his trajectory has been. That's, I mean, he's not friends with Kanye West anymore. That's job security. My friend, he couldn't do the Trump stuff that Kanye was doing. Um, <laughs> which I mean, I respect cause it was, yeah. Why wasn't there a Kanye? at with that at this point yeah with the trump stuff yeah it seemed like he went more of uh did, did he Have put the trump stuff on hold because of the for more of the jesus stuff no i still haven't listened to donda here's the thing i should do that while I'm there's walking. some good songs yeah i'm sure there are right. i mean it's an hour and 40 minutes there's got to be at least a, a couple good ones it's too it's long well too yeah long. But the other thing is, is like, I can't, like, he just keeps doing unforgivable shit to me where it's like, why did you put Marilyn fucking Manson on this album? Oh, yeah. Like, I don't understand. Like, it may, I can't listen to it now. What a creep. Like, I what listen a, to it and I'm what like, a oh, skinny yeah. skeleton, like, skeleton scrim, scram, scrappily, scrappy boy. Yeah, I mean, and like, you know, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to be like, oh, you know, whatever. Like, I, I definitely listened to, like, all the shit that came out when he was super pro-Trump and whatever. And, like, that's just, you know, what it is. But it's like, the like this is just the whole other thing where it's like, you're going to pay. You're going to give somebody money who does not need the money and is going to use the money to pay for lawyers to fight, to fight his, off uh, his inevitable his lawsuits against all the cases against all the women. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it's just like, oh man, like this was such a good album, but now it's like I can't. Does I'm he have? Gonna do does Marilyn now. Manson have cases against him, or does he just have? He's got a shit ton of lawsuits. I don't know that they're cases. Fuck. He's got a lawsuits. Yeah. yeah, it's not good. It's uh, I mean, yeah, because I've heard the stories, and it sounds really bad. And I definitely like, like Evan Rachel Wood is the big one that I've heard. Um, yeah, like Evan her Rachel story. Wood, and then it's some other. It's I think it's a couple other people as well. Yeah, and it seems it's, like pretty, uh, like pretty damning. Um, yeah, it's damning. I mean, I. You it, know, I don't, it's it, just like I don't know. Honestly, we could all seen this one coming. Uh, I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, Marilyn Manson kept telling us he was he was a sociopath. <laughs> you know, he was like, and we were all um, like, "Oh, his pain! Love, he's so dark." I love kids, and you're like, "Oh, yeah, I bet he's like a really sensitive, well-rounded, empathetic person." And, and it's, it's like, like, "Oh, oh no, he, 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 he tortures people." <laughs> Yeah, he for tortures fun. and rapes people, for and that's his thing. And, uh, and, and, also, and you know what? He did pleasure. It's the thing. It wasn't a chick. It was him. That's the that's the fucked up part. It's like I was always under the impression of like, oh, this is like a cool shtick to be this edgy, you know, to be like, yeah. I hate God, and like I want to burn down churches and stuff. And it's like, oh, this is cool, self-expression. But then it's like, oh, damn, you were just a really fucked up person who was just like. Every, like just, just looking money just looking for up. yeah just looking for a way to enable your lifestyle he, he's fucked up but he's really good at marketing himself so i mean like that was to his credit it's like he was like a very bad person but yeah, incredibly just, good at marketing himself just look like jeff the killer and chris angel and call it a day yep do a yep exactly. do a cover of tainted love that's oh, that sucks dick yeah, it's not a good cover. Yeah, I I don't know Listen why. Listen to the original "Tainted Love." That song's a, the 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 one from the fifties. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's like how do you. Like, you listen to all these like allegations and stories and stuff, and and like, what do you? How do you make that a court case, like? I, I mean, I guess I could look it up and, like, find out what kind of, like, concrete evidence they have stacked against someone. But it's, like, when you're in a private relationship like that, what do you... And, and it's, like, you can say that someone did that, but, like, what do you... I Like, may, maybe you have some some things in writing, I guess, or, like, some kind of alibi, or, like, third, like, like a witness testimony or something hold on i'm looking here yeah it's just like when shit happens in private how do you oh i guess the uh attorney general or a california state senator mm -hmm. actually wrote to the F the director of the fbi and the united states attorney general and asked them to investigate allegations several women had made against manson um the attorney general spoke to the well, FBI. A, a California state senator wrote a letter to the director of the FBI and the United California States attorney general. California state senator. Interesting. Senate. Um, so state, state government reaching out to the federal government to investigate a citizen for like systematic abuse. Yeah, that seems pretty serious. <laughs> yeah, it looks like Rose McGowan said that uh, Manson was not abusive during their relationship. 
Um, Interesting. She's like the head what? of the Me Too movement, right? Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. It looks like um, there have been civil lawsuits filed against Manson seeking financial compensation. Um, of course, Manson's legal team issued statements denying the allegations. Yeah. Um, but this is all followed up. So this is all in like February, March, but in uh, January of 2021, um State Senator Susan Rubio uh, wrote that letter to the United States General or the Knights, uh, the Attorney General and the FBI um, to investigate these allegations. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's the thing like where what you hear, the, like, I, what can the feds do that the that well, they can't do on the state level? If there, oh, if there's I see. A statute I see. of limitations or, or whatever, they might be able to that bring makes it sense. to more head. Yeah, but it seems like at this point it's just civil lawsuits until uh, the FBI or the Attorney General comes up with, uh, like, criminal charges. But I guess that's been kind of in the running. God damn it, this sh so. shitty dog. You can hear it. But at least we have Slipknot. You know, we have Slipknot, so. Uh, yeah, and we got Corey Taylor and his amazing takes. Corey Taylor has bad takes? I didn't know this. Uh, fuck, what is he? I, think, like he's I think he's just cringe. Wouldn't surprise me. Hold on. Corey Taylor. Corey Taylor. Cringe. <laughs> oh, he's got a terrifying new mask, according to Billboard. <laughs> yeah, this is all just shit about his stupid Because he has a new album coming out. What's his mask about? Okay, he's telling people to get vaccinated. That's cool. Okay, so, I mean, that's good. Yeah, I don't know why. I, I don't know. Man, I, I was I, I was know. getting ready to shit talk this dude. I'm just trying to be spicy, you know. I wanna I want I want to cause some drama. I want I want my name in the headlines for some stupid shit that I said. Yeah, podcast with uh you know five listeners has hot takes. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I never. I don't know. I don't know. All I know is that uh, I need to start getting out more. And uh, being more exciting, start uh, being more creative, stop hating things so much because I'm just a very angry person. Yeah, but how do you? And that has become how do you do that? Like when you're already when you're already there, like do you just do you just go? Oh, I'm gonna start being stupid and pretend like like not everything in the world sucks. No, what I would say is this is like. I think for me, the best way to migrate through those like emotions of, mm -hmm. uh, you know, like anger or, or rage or angst or whatever. Um, number one, I don't think those are the emotions that I'm f like the only emotions that I'm feeling. Yeah. So I would say like, by and large, I've probably just been in a, a severely depressed, uh, maybe depressed, not in a clinical sense, but like more of just like in a sad mood for a long time. I think that's just, I've just kind of been in a state of like sadness and isolation, kind of like weirdness. Cause I, I moved away. I didn't know really what that would happen. And then COVID happened and I just had to get this career thing figured out. And that's been super stressful. And I kind of threw myself into work cause I didn't know what else to do. Yeah. We're still in the fallout um, of the pandemic. Yeah, like, the pandemic was super rough. Like, I don't even know what my life would have been like if I had moved here and then uh, not had the pandemic. Because I feel like I probably would have started 
going to stuff or like going to social events or mm. going to shows or whatever but then there was like a year and Maybe. a half where you couldn't even have shows you know where it's like you know that's i feel like more likely what would have happened and i would have made connections and like uh, built some sort of like uh ramshackle community uh yeah but i think for me You're good at that. again just what i was yeah i mean it's just i don't know i don't know that i'm good at it actually i've never actually done it so i just know that um I might be good at it. You're a team player. You're, you always seem to like find a place for yourself and uh. Well, that's like, the thing though. Is social I don't know settings. If that's and... True. I just know that because the thing is, any social like any community in which I've been a member of has always been because I knew somebody who was in it, right? So I've never, yeah. I've never been the prime instigator of a community. Like I've never been like jump into somebody mm -hmm. else's or whatever. It's always been like. Uh, when I got into hardcore, it's because all my friends, like, my friends were into hardcore, so I started going to shows because of them. I knew them. They knew people. We started talking. I knew more people because of that. You start building that community that way. Or um, when I went to college, I was a hometown boy in that sense because I was from there and I lived there. And uh, I was able to kind of, like, draw connections that way and, like, know things from the, the area and kind of be that person. Um, yeah. here I'm 2000 miles away from anybody I know. And I don't know exactly what that would look like. I mean, I guess it's possible. I don't know. I, I, I just know that like, I guess the basic thing that I want to do is I want to create, like start being creative again and then let that creativity kind of just like sludge through whatever emotions mm. I've got going on. Cause I'm not really sure what all they are. I know there's a bunch of them. Um, but like, let the creative creative process and being creative and like actually taking the time to write or to make or whatever, let that happen, and then see what I come up with. And I think I've always found my answers through what I make. So yeah, I figure if I start rolling. making again, get the ball rolling, get the you know you know pour the Drano down the sink and just see what happens. Yeah. Just let let what whatever needs to happen happen. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. I mean yeah. that. I guess that's kind of what I was hoping for with this fucking podcast. I mean, it's not like it's not like every week is going to be a banger. Like this this week we're halfway through and I feel like I've contributed nothing. I'm just like boring as shit. Um It's okay. Last week was really good. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, really yeah, good. and and it's like I mean, the reason we wanted to do this was so that we would just have something, you know. Right. I keep thinking about like what the purpose of this podcast is too, because it's like, like I, I think it's funny sometimes. Well, I think I we think created it so that it to have no purpose, right? Like, yeah, I think it's just us talking. Like, and I'm not yeah. sure if that's a good. Is that a good model? I I don't know, but I mean the the again, it's just I don't I don't want to be too like nihilistic or act like i don't give a shit or, but it's like we're just making it to make it right yeah i mean we're just doing something we're creating something yeah i mean i think is a thing i don't know i i was in a podcast uh a long time ago and i feel like mm -hmm. we had like a very formulaic kind of approach to it like we did interviews and stuff and it was yeah. cool we released like you know eight or nine episodes i think and uh fizzled out and just didn't happen and i'm not really i'm fine with that not happening it's not the brand i really want anymore but mm -hmm. um 
Yeah, I'm glad that this doesn't have that because I mean, like, I I mean, I think it's funny. It's very exhibitionist in a way that we're just like talking and then showing people that we're talking. Yeah. Like it's very strange, but it's performative, right? Like I don't know. I don't come in here with like being yeah, like, oh, I'm gonna like, be funny today. A little, you know, little I think more I, animated, a little more like I'm I'm definitely like pushing for for something, you know. Like I gotta trying to just fill up the air, I guess. Um, but I mean, yeah, it's like not it's not talk. like a, it's yeah. not like I have nothing to say either. It's it's just like. Sometimes, sometimes it's easier for me to just like bang, like, you know, I'm not, I'm, like, nothing's coming to me, and or like, something, something interesting that happened to me during the week or whatever. Sometimes it's, sometimes it's quick, sometimes it's not. Sometimes like today I'm kind of low, like energy, I guess. Yeah, I'm, I feel that way too. I just, <coughs> it's like the fifth day i've had off work in a row and now i'm just like mm, getting lazy huh not lazy i'm just like uh, i think i'm just i'm ready to go lay some pipe hell and, yeah uh, and uh i don't know i we don't have anything to do with my job tomorrow like we're just gonna be really bored and it's just me and this other guy and it's just gonna be really really boring for a certain number of hours so no more uh no no more class you're back to work yeah i have class in like two or three weeks i think and then i have another month without class and then i have class again in november and then i get a raise and then after i get a raise i have a couple months off because of christmas and then after that start classes back up and then i have classes and classes and classes again and then just a, i'll either just be a moving big, or just i'll a be a big old cycle yeah, I'll be uh, moving after that, hopefully. If not, then we'll be staying here in another year, or however long that works, and then just do it all again. I'm just, so. I'm just coasting, dude. Like, I had a... I wasn't home at all. Like, I wasn't in my apartment at all last week. Um, oh, that's weird. I w- how did that feel? Um, it, it, it's part of the job, you know? Like, I don't know how much I want to... I guess I'm going to start talking about my job a little more on the podcast because it's, like, so much of my life, you know? It, I talk about my job all the time. It's only fair. Yeah, and it's, like, but it's, like, you have you have union protection, you know? Like, my job is, like, a couple of people. Um, I don't have a right to work state. We don't have union protection. Oh, really? You can yeah, get... they can fire me for any reason. I can just go back to the hall and ask for another job, and they'll give it to me. But I, I, I don't have a – Gotcha. I don't have union I – I mean, I do have union protection in that, like, if my employer – were to do some shit, mm. but I, I couldn't, it, yeah, it wouldn't be like, I, they could fire me for no reason. I, I still can get fired for no reason. It's gotcha. just a matter of, I have the ability to go back. So you to, just have that confidence of, of like, <laughs> yeah. no one, no one can touch me. Cause I have a hiring hall that I, uh, that we work out of. So the hiring hall dispatches people on the new jobs based on availability. Interesting. Uh, so they could just send me back. And what I if you're a bad student? Board. What if they don't like you in class and they kick you if out If they don't class? like me in class, they have to, uh, there's a whole other set of things. I don't think I can <laughs> fail. I don't think I can like actually fail school. They send you to the principal's office. Of, like, well, no, it's college. It's college courses because they're it's it's registered oh, wow. with the the Tennessee or the Truckee Meadows Community College. Truckee. Truckee Meadows Community College. Truckee Meadows is a river. Yeah. Truckee the the river Truckee. Truckee River, yeah, the oh. Truckee River. Truckee sounds like a cute little CGI car in like a knockoff uh, DVD Cars? children. Yeah. Yeah. One of those like yeah. fake Disney uh, like 
ripoffs that you find in the bargain DVD bin. And it's like, ah, well, kids don't know the difference. Give them something kids shitty. Who cares? Stupid. But then, but then you end up fucking yourself because it's like kids just watch the same movie, the same DVD over and over again. So like you're, you just have shit in the background of your life, and it's like, give your kid like quality content. Cause then you're giving you yourself quality content. I don't know. That's why you only set your kids up with like, uh, my kids are only gonna watch British. Comedy from the seventies and eighties. Oh, so they're only gonna watch Monty Python, Faulty Towers, uh what's that other show that um guy who plays House what's his Hugh, name? Hugh Laurie? Hugh Laurie and uh was... Stephen Fry did. What's that other one? Oh, they did fuck. another they did a bunch of shows together. It's the it's based on that uh PJ PG Megan, what's that book? What's the what's the Jeeves? Worcester and Jeeves, yeah, they're only gonna watch that. Oh, what is what is that? Where, what's Worcester happening Jeeves, in that? It's a BBC comedy. It's a uh, it's um, uh, Hugh Laurie is a rich uh, upper middle class um, man about town bachelor, and Hugh Lo- and Stephen Fry is his butler, and Stephen Fry and Hugh Laurie get into all sorts of hijinks. And uh, up to no good. And it's I love. Fun. It's fun I love when uh, popular media normalizes butlers. Well, this is from the seventies. It's also based on oh, okay, a book, so I mean, it's like it's based. It's like the BBC. It's not like I don't know. I feel like yeah, even by the seventies, we should we should have understood that like butlers are probably probably not good. But hey, we gotta we gotta keep like the idea of service humans serving other humans alive in some capacity. Humans serving other humans will will happen for forever, right? Yeah, but I mean, it should that's... happen in like a mutual way, not like a not like an express like you you exist to be my servant. Now make How my much coffee. You to do that? Make make my coffee, Starbucks man. Like just because you get to clock out butler, makes it better. I assume that a butler gets paid at this point a decent rate. Pretty I don't know what handsomely. They got paid yeah, but if it's like you're a live-in, like, how, how, what are what are a butler's hours? There are no workers' rights when it's a butler. Yeah, you're right. No butler's union. There may be though. There may be a butler's union because you got to go to butler's school. Oh, there's a butler's guild. Butler. Oh, well, yeah, of course it's a guild. The average hours the of a butler. Guild of professional butlers. This is the job I should have gone. The average hours of a butler are sixty per week with one day off. Yo, butler full time in Turkey, based in Bursa and Istanbul. They have a third residence and a boat for the summer season. In this position, you will ensure that the family is living a five star lifestyle without any stress and incompleteness. Fuck, I should do this. I'm no incompleteness. Off. What do I need? I need trained for this profession or having comparable and verifiable experience. Um, what are my duties and responsibilities? Taking care of the service and housekeeping, wardrobe care, planning, prepare cocktails, cooking daily meals. Good Lord. Daily grocery shopping, coordinate menus. How are you supposed to do this all in one day? Oversee delivery of supplies, arrangement magic. Table, decor, and provision of services. 
identify i mean i guess megan's looking at women do this every day so this is uh this is uh, me being really dumb um however i mean women do this every day a lot of shit women do do this every day women are sound like a fucking simp like this is what women do every day well they do it's what everyone has to do every day like what what kind of life are you living no this is is, you have to take care of your uh, stuff I mean, in the trade that I'm in, this is what all of my friends' like uh, spouses do. This is like very yeah, much yeah, because they have like a traditional marriage. This is right? the traditional responsibilities of a yeah. uh, of an American housewife since the 19 since for fucking ever. But yeah, I mean, really since the 1950s. Yeah. So, so I mean, I'm not simping by saying that. I'm just saying this is really a thing that women do on a daily. Maybe not like every woman now, but women with children who are have a singular income family do for sure yeah i just don't i don't live in that world every like i I mean i don't necessarily do either i'm just saying that like that's a thing everyone i know like like every man and woman i know has a job and like a professional life like i i pretty much don't know anyone who has like a traditional trades you will soon find out that there are so many people like it's just like and that's the thing is like if you can exist on a single like as a family unit or like a husband and wife unit like if you can if you can exist on like a single uh income then like i think that's an okay setup you know like well i mean that's why you see that in 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 unionized labor right as a more nuclear family i've seen more nuclear family set up in in construction work because of how high the wages are mm-hmm. than i have in any other any other setting yeah because then and then it's a more you're just like splitting your uh what it, you're you're splitting the labor i guess like the you're i guess the like one of them would do like the more you know, businessy physical labor and make the money, and then the other one would uh like do shit around the house and like take care of things and uh like like manage the money, I guess. Different this like This is uh, great though. Because this is the other job I'm looking at here is a, a traveling butler based in Dubai. Um and you work solely with a forty year old businessman Traveling to Europe, the USA, and wherever needed. Which is this on? Going to Thailand. Is this on Glassdoor? No, this is on the Butler's Guild. Uh, oh, they got they got job listings on Butler's.com. Yeah. Butler.gov. Or all around Butler. In, in in Amsterdam, the Netherlands, and uh, let's see. Private Butlers, the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. God, I don't want to be a Butler in Saudi Arabia. It just sounds really horrible. Yeah, it I mean, seems I'm not like saying, uh, it's nice there. In I'm other countries with more lax like, labor laws, you could very easily gnarly drift into, shit. Yeah, know, they're just like work. Not, not so much service, more you know. These are only butlers in like places of like guitar. Only butlers. Or like, <laughs> yeah. Um, France is a vacancy. Um, house manager in the Netherlands. That would be nice. I'll do that. Um, House manager. That's like a couple in France. I couldn't do any of this shit. I'm gonna be honest with you. I have. I would not be a good butler. I'd be so bad. I'd be like, when's lunch? Dylan, I like, could do anything. 
I understand you could do anything. I'm saying for me personally, like I can't even take care of myself. Like, why do you think I could take care of like five other people in like a sophisticated manner? Not even like the way that I could take care of people. Like for me, like if I take care of myself, it's like, oh yeah, I made Kraft mac and cheese, and I'm not like <laughs> I paid my rent, so like everything's okay. But like this, I is put like, butter on my ramen noodles. Ooh, you don't you don't put butter on your ramen noodles? No, I don't. That's disgusting. I was Don't just imagining. That. We only eat in this house. I just recently learned that you can put butter on rice. You can put butter on rice. Butter on rice is very good. Yeah, coconut oil on rice is very good. Coconut oil on rice. Can you put olive oil on rice? You can probably put any oil on rice. Wow. I mean, I wouldn't put, like, What a crazy oil. world. That sounds disgusting. Well, yeah, but, like, canola I mean, oil, vegetable oil. Butter, that shit's disgusting. Coconut oil, ghee, um... Uh, olive oil. Never uh, had ghee. Avocado oil. Seems like a scam. Avocado oil would probably be really nice. What? Avocado, avocado oil. Avocado oil. Tasty. Well, yeah, but I'm I'm not about avocado to. Oil is I'm not about rich. to take out a mortgage so I can buy avocado oil. You gotta get a Costco. Remember? You know, when I moved to New York, we're gonna we're gonna go to Costco. Oh yeah. The, but places. and that's the yeah. other. I can't. What am I gonna like? Bike eight miles to go to Costco I'll and have then my truck. and then tow all my, I'll uh, have my truck. big box we'll uh, purchases. To the Costco. Oh yeah, that's true. Damn, we could oil. fit so much and warehouse shit off. in your in your truck. Yeah, I'm gonna have my truck in New York. It's gonna be great. Yeah, you can just drive me everywhere. I'll pay you for gas. <laughs> yeah, what the six dollars a gallon it is in New York? I don't know how much. It's not gas that is. bad in New York. It really can't be. I mean, in San Francisco, gas was like everybody told me gas in San Francisco was gonna be high, but uh -huh. it really wasn't. People, people don't areas. know what the fuck they're talking about. They're like, everything's no, more expensive in a big city, and it's like, it's really not. Like, it's slightly no, more it's expensive. Not. Rent is definitely more expensive. Like, it is double the price of, like... But when I was looking at places in Chattanooga, it's still, like, seven or 800 for a one-bedroom. Oh, dude, Chattanooga's gone up so much. It used to be, even like, 500 like, for a one-bedroom. Even in, like, Ringgold. And, uh, I know. It used to be, like, you could get a one-bedroom in Ringgold for, like, 550. Yeah. And, and like, I was getting my range. hopes up when we were there, and I was like, oh man, it's going to be so much cheaper, like, if I were to move there. And then I was looking at it, and I'm like, eh, not so much cheaper. Like, it definitely is cheaper, but like. But not really. Uh, yeah. Like, my rent here is, uh, I mean, I'm. We're living in a. It's like a three bedroom that we're. That we're, like. That I'm splitting two ways. So it's ten fifty right now, um, and then but we're gonna rent out this third bedroom probably soon, and then it'll be seven hundred, and it's like that. The places I was looking at uh, for Chattanooga and the surrounding area was like not that much less than that, and it's like and, and no, and your wages aren't any higher. I mean that's the thing. It's like if no, your wages are probably are lower. lower because the yeah. because if you're working. If you're working minimum wage in Georgia or Tennessee, you better believe it's the federal minimum wage, which is still seven fucking twenty-five. Yeah, exactly. It's not. That's the thing. I mean, you could do it if you like work at like the Amazon warehouse, or if you work at Volkswagen, or if you work right in, like, one places of those that like semi-specialized, where it's like it's not. You don't need a lot of skills, but you just need to like be like a like a rat for the company. You know, it's just that that kind of work is right. is you can pay those bills, but. Even then, it's only like 15 or 16. It's not like you're not yeah, getting like, like 20. What are, what are you doing with your life? I mean, I know everyone. We, well, we all got to eat. We all got to survive. Because 
it's because Californians have moved into Chattanooga, which I'm not surprised by. Interesting. I, I, there, there's been a massive influx of people from the West Coast moving to more red states because it's uh, turns out California liberals are actually just Republicans. Um, <laughs> and they hate poor people just as much as Republicans do. So and they're moving inland um, because they, the, yeah, they're moving inland because of the climate change. The underground elite of, uh, has already warned them of the impending, uh, all, all of the specific climate, climate disaster dates. Yeah, exactly. So they can, they know they can, they can hold on and, yeah. you know, but I mean, it's crazy. Like a Tesla is moving to Austin. So, I mean, Austin is like, yeah. hot now. Yeah, because we'll Elon, be Elon, and Joe Rogan smoked that blunt together, and they're like, uh, "You should move to, you know, you should move to Texas." And he's like, mm, "Okay." Yeah, basically. I'll, I don't know. I'll do it, Joe. I don't know what got, Elon sounds have, like. He's South African, friends. right? Uh, he, he I he's got hate that Elon Musk. Weird, voice. like Dutch slash English accent. Yeah. The thing is, Rain, I've been looking at uh, at apartments in like um like Flatbush mm -hmm. they're like one bedrooms for like 1350 I yeah. mean or 1400 not bad I mean that's like really no, reasonable Flatbush I mean, is good they're... um Bed-Stuy is pretty good um, I'm not even thinking the Bronx I'm like I've just been looking at Brooklyn not even like not even cheaper areas bed like, I've just Brooklyn. been looking at Brooklyn no I'm talking about like I've been looking at the Bronx too and the Bronx is oh, comparable to what you can get in Flatbush now so oh yeah I think Queens is still There's cheaper. some really cheap places in the Bronx. Um, and Washington Heights, like Upper Manhattan is usually pretty cheap as well. Um, yeah, I don't know where the fuck we're going to move at. I would like to move somewhere. I've been trying to convince Megan that we should move to like New Hyde Park area, like uh, like like Great Neck and uh, mm. even as far out as like Garden City, but it's not the city at that point. So she's she's not interested. It's not what? She's not, she's not interested in living in the heart of Nassau County, which I don't know why. Yeah. I mean, Nassau County is expensive as fuck. I mean, we're talking about being isolated. Maybe, uh, I mean, if you want to be close to the city, it's where the people are. I don't give a fuck. You can take a 30 minute train ride from Garden City to get to Brooklyn, and it's not that bad. Yeah, but then it's going to be like. The Long Island Railroad or Metro North or something. That's more expensive. Oh, is it? I don't know. There's how some people who, like, take the Long Island Railroad to the city, like, every day. And I'm like, how the fuck do you do that? It's like hundreds how much of is dollars. Long Island, how much does it cost? Long Island Railroad. Okay, let's look up. Um, I think a Garden, round trip is like $16. Garden City to, to um, Manhattan. Hey, Scheigel. Oh, can you see him? Mm-hmm. Garden City to Manhattan. It is, um... Let's see. Garden City, Manhattan. Uh, train is 37 minutes. Uh, you can get it for... You can get it for um, 5 to $14. 5 to 14 uh, yeah, I feel like five, five is probably like a student or reduced, uh, reduced pass. I'm gonna look it up here. Which I think you can apply for if you're like low, lower income or like a senior, or a student. That's me, baby. I'm a senior and I'm low income. Yeah, you're a senior. <laughs> you're a low income senior. Uh, it says paper ride is two seventy five. 
Oh, so I guess it's I guess it's MTA. Seven day unlimited express. Yeah, it's all MTA. The Long Island Railroad is MTA. Hmm. Well, yeah, but it's more expensive. Zero railroad fare details. Let's look here. Um, Wait, so is it Long Island Railroad to take that train? I believe so. Oh, okay, so yeah, that's gonna be like an eight. It, that's like an eight dollar single trip. Let's see. I mean, I could see doing it though. It's still cheaper than paying for. Well, it's probably not actually. I don't know. I don't know what tolls are like in New York City, so I don't know how the tolling would be from if you were to um, live in. I don't like, think there's any tolls on Long Island. I think your tolls are going to be um, between. Would they be crossing into New York though? They would, or into the city? Wouldn't it be tolls? From. I I I I'm not sure. I don't think so. From Long Island, um, I don't even. I don't think you have to pay tolls going over, going through the boroughs. Um, I think you have to going from, like, going onto the island of Manhattan. I think it's like 50 bucks. Really? 50 bucks? Jesus Christ. I'm talking out of my ass here. I don't really know. I don't so fucking know So let me anything. ask you this. What does the Long Island Railroad cover? Is it just all of Long Island? Because it looks like it covers... $16 from... from New Jersey to Manhattan. That's that's not as much as I said. $16. Atlantic Terminal to... What's the far... To Green... To Montauk? Is that as far out as it goes? Montauk? I mean, yeah, that's like the tip. The head. What is the head? Long Island, I think. What do you mean? It's like the it's the glands. What does that mean? What does it mean? I don't know what anything means. I suck today. I love train system. That's gonna be something. I'm gonna be. My autism is really going to be like peak. Yeah. When I can ride on trains, you're gonna be redlining. Not because I love trains, but because I love train systems. I got so into like the subway system and the MTA in New York. I was having so much fun. I went to San Francisco. It was not as much fun. I got lost. It was very scary. Damn. But like, I cannot wait to go back to New York and be on the train system. I'm going to ride the trains all the time. I'm going to ride them when they're dangerous. I'm going to ride two in the morning. You and I, we're going to go on the train, 2 a.m. We're going to go to Coney Island at 2 a.m. on the train, okay. you and I. That does sound pretty fun. Not like on like a Tuesday. So yeah, if we made a weird. if if we made like a fun fun thing out of it. I don't I like the train. Thing. Like if I had to depend on the train for like my commute, I would probably be pretty unhappy. Um, I like riding my bike. I feel like I have much more freedom, um, and like I can get places more dependably. Cause like you're when you put your when you put your schedule into the hands of like. The, the smooth operation of the metro system you're just gonna you're gonna be disappointed i understand yeah i mean when it when it works it works really well um but then it it just doesn't work too often i feel like and did you see any of like the flooding that was happening over the past week yeah, I heard it was pretty bad. It was it was really scary actually. Um like my phone just kept going off like every every couple of minutes with like more flood warnings and like there was even a tornado warning as well. Um and it was like I it, it was just much worse than we thought it was going to be. Um because we knew like there was a hurricane like passing through 
but and that there was going to be some residual rain because of it um and like storms and stuff but i don't think anyone expected it to be like as uh catastrophic as it was because there were like yeah, there was major flooding. Like, many places were underwater, and there was a lot of damage. A lot of sewage. I don't like that. You know what else I don't like? I don't like, uh, I don't like the fact that people were in, uh, in, uh, unsanctioned, uh, unsanctioned basement apartments, uh, <laughs> that got flooded out because of that. That really sucked, too, it seemed like. Yeah. What do you mean unsanctioned? Like, uh, like not illegal apartments in like basements and shit. I heard a lot of people oh, were, like, living in basements got totally flooded out and they weren't even supposed to be there. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that happened. Um, there were a lot of people who just lived in basement apartments, not like, um, not apartments that were meant to be basements, just like in like underground or ground floor apartments that just got fucked. Yeah, I don't like that. Because there was, we need um, to build a dam around New York City. Yeah, we were just like our, I don't know what you would call it, the infrastructure or like the architecture. We're just like not built or prepared for that kind of flooding, and it's like, I guess because it doesn't happen that often. Someone was telling me that it's like it, it's never happened before, and I'm like, it's like there's never been any flooding in New York. That sounded a little like not true. To me, yeah, but like I don't, I don't know. Um, I mean, but yeah, it it does seem like maybe there could have been more uh, measures put in place to protect from, you know, water. <laughs> yeah, you know, basically just water. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder. I mean, it doesn't seem like that they've built the city to to withstand that. But I also wonder, like, they probably haven't built the city with with withstand like most natural like disasters yeah, which is weird I, because I we're, they're probably not prepared for any natural disaster which is weird because we're just like a tiny island um like yeah you're a coastal in, city, in the ocean I mean, essentially yeah, yeah. and um it, it i guess we're just and i guess that's the thing is is that it's like oh well build it shitty and then rebuild it but inevitably <laughs> oh oh thanks for the parenthesis Sorry. Thanks yeah, for the, he was, uh, thanks for the, the bracket, close bracket. Yeah. 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 He just uh, took a shit and it smells really bad. He usually oh, doesn't nice. usually smell this bad. Are you in the Are room okay? with the litter box or did he shit on the floor? Well, we're, we're basically in one room, right? I mean, there's oh, like yeah. a room that is it a studio the or a one bedroom. No, it's a one bedroom, but it's oh. a very, <laughs> very cramped. <clears throat> it's not a well laid, well laid out one bedroom. Yeah. Um, yeah. Either way though, I can't wait to move there. Be with you hang out yeah it'll be nice when you're here we're gonna try to visit even if we can't move soon i don't know when we're gonna move i That'd hope be sweet. next year get your proof of vaccination ready i don't know if, if uh airlines are you are ready to do that podcast that. are you ready to do that podcast yeah we should actually do it this proof time of vaccination we shouldn't we shouldn't um, get all emotional and start crying and stuff and actually I, you know what i don't care about proof of vaccination <laughs> Um, um, people really seem to care, and I just like I'm like eh, it's just like I. You would have to have a problem with the vaccination in order to be a, have a problem with the proof of vaccination. Like I I understand. It's a liability for a 
business to have you in there if you don't have the thing that they want you to have. I understand that. And that's all I'm going to say is like, I don't state mandated vaccinations. Okay. That does seem a little weird, but also this is an unprecedented event. So I don't know how you should handle this kind of thing. And I'm not going to say you shouldn't handle it with mandating. I'm just going to say that like, I don't know. Not gonna draw a hard line on that one. Yeah, I not gonna not gonna do a big thing about it. Yeah, I mean, I wish I could sit here and go like, no, we like. Uh, I mean, I. Yeah, I think a mandate is probably good, but I also I was thinking just like a second ago as I was coming home, like I I don't think the vaccine protects you. Um, you can still carry the virus. You can still transmit the virus even if you have the vaccine. So I don't know, like, even if everyone was vaccinated, is, is, can we even achieve herd immunity with the vaccine? Or is the vaccine just, um, like, managing symptoms, you know? So it's like, if you don't have the vaccine, are you affecting, are you affecting the rest of us? I don't, I don't. I don't know. I'm not sure what the Maoist government thinks is right on this one, to be honest with you, and I'm not going to answer or declare that because uh, the Maoists in the U.S. government. I'm looking at you, Joe Biden. I know you're in there. I know there's a Maoist in you. I he wants know to, he wants to kill landlords. I can see it. In his I eyes. know that he wants. To, that's the thing that I love is like it's not. It's not that I have any issue with vaccinations or whatever. It's just fun to be around people who like to talk about how what an ultra leftist Joe Biden is. Because I have a, I have a bunch of coworkers who are like, Joe Biden, he's a communist. communist. He's a, I'm like, no, no, he's not. You guys, we all I know wish what he a was. communist is. You're looking at one. No, I just, I'm always just, it's always just embarrassing because it's just like, what do you, do you guys, do you ever do any reading on what a communist is? Like, not you personally. I'm just talking to my coworkers in this. But it's oh, just yeah. like, you know, I've had coworkers who are like, oh, I bet you're, I bet you're, socialist and it's like well yeah and yeah you vote for Joe Biden. it's like cool well yeah but those are not synonymous i didn't vote for joe biden because i'm a socialist i just voted for him because i didn't want to see the giant orange man in office <laughs> anymore and it was because orange man and it just he was like a negative presence in my life yeah and in everyone's life and i just didn't want that it didn't have it was not political to vote for joe biden for me it was just a matter of like Damn. i am really upset with Spitting facts. I'm not even upset. It's just a matter of like this is super tiring. Yeah. And it doesn't did you seem like it's doing anything and, helpful. And I did for vote. Biden. I did vote for Joe Biden. Dude, yeah. way to go. I didn't know that. Yeah, I think I I think we talked during that time period and I had some weird feelings about it, but I did end up. Yeah, and I remember talking it. to you about it and I was like I was like, You should do it because because your vote matters and yeah, I was I was really like pro voting and like I don't know. Yeah, I mean I was, I, was too, fucking, I just I don't know. I mean, also, I was really bored, like, while I was, uh, you know, on unemployment and, uh, like, not working that much. So, like, that's what a lot of my attention and energy went into was fucking, like, election shit. Um, yeah, that was, a, that was a fun time. Forgot that happened. Yeah, now we're not in was, Afghanistan. Uh, Thank you, Joe Biden. Wild. I'm going to say right now. I guess I had, like, I, I probably only hang out with, like, super conservative people. So that's why I had a weird time, like coming to terms with this but i was like mm-hmm. how fucking cool is it that we're not in afghanistan anymore like, yeah i mean go. it was a long time coming right like <laughs> it was a long time coming and honestly we did the best we could it, but that shit was cool good job what, what was 
he pulled the fuck out. He said, fuck you guys. I'm out. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> Which is like, I mean, that's, you know, that's great. Good for him. Uh, that's. But then again, and then you get like all these people. To begin with. We, you get all these people moralizing where it's like, what are we, we're just going to leave them defenseless. And it's like, I mean, we tried. <laughs> we were there for like a decade. And it's like. 20 fucking years. And, and, and it's like, I, I, I get that it's. That, yeah, there is that emotional angle to it of, of, like, what are those people going to do? And it and I'm not like, oh, fuck them, who cares? But but it's like, they'll, like, the, I, I don't know, there was a time when we weren't there, and now, the, and then we were there, and now there's a time where we're well, not there. The, the thing about it is, is my favorite thing, is that when you get the, this this intense amount of, like, uh, of, of um, I would say a lot of, I've seen a lot of uh, conservatives really become bleeding hearts about Afghanistan. Interesting. And I love it because they have... Because it's like support this, the troops. Uh, it's weird. Like horseshoe theory. Well, it's almost. not even support the troops. It's like, it's like, uh, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, like, um, it's like, what about all those people that are going to be killed by the Taliban? It's like, oh, it's weird. You care about like a very specific sector of like people of color that don't interact with you and are so many thousands of miles away from you that it doesn't even hurt you. But you have people, you know, at your border who have problems, <laughs> who are also people of color. True. That is really like a problem, you know. So it's just it's funny how, funny how this whole like loop de loop thing that goes on where it's like ah, oh, well yeah, I only it's care purely because the guy I didn't like did it, you know. It's, well, it's purely like, emotional, oh, and it's oh. all about like who they're like who they're supposed to not like, you know, like the Taliban, yeah. like they. They don't like the Taliban because they did 9/11, or like, or because they kill like U.S. troops. Um, and so, like, if the Taliban does anything bad to anyone, then like, then that's very emotional for them. But since you know Mexicans oh, are hold on, hold on, hold on, I gotta mute myself real quick. Just give, okay. me, give me one second. Man, I was on a roll there. I really had something to say. He took it away from me. And he'll never know what I'm saying either, because he's probably not going to listen to this. <laughs> I'm just fucking around. I can still hear you, even though I'm on mute. Oh, fuck! You know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, yeah, no, sorry. We had a little, we have a little, our son is uh, very... Your, your son. Is dirty, so he has to be clean. And he's a very and, dirty uh, boy. Your son is dirty. I didn't mean to cut you off there, but I do have to oh, go because no, no, it's there's cool. a situation. So I will talk to you soon. Clean the dirty pussy. I'm going to go make something this week, and I'll bring it back to you next week. Ooh, we'll see how it goes. cool. All right. Well, maybe I'll – yeah, maybe that's what we can do on the podcast next week. We both make something, and then and then we'll share with the class. Exactly. All right. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye, buddy. Bye.